This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Diana Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Diana Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. I hope you all are having a great week. I have to say that I've received a lot of interesting, fun, and appreciative comments um, on the podcast lately, and I am grateful for that. I am truly grateful for that. Even if it is just that you remember odd things about cottage cheese, um, I think it's good. Just so you know, I still have not tried cottage cheese, and I still have not been able to get more than seven hours of sleep. Lots going on in the church in the next few weeks in terms of saints and feast days. I want to very briefly give a nod, a nod, sure, we'll say that, to St. Francis. St. Francis's feast day is on October 4th. St. Francis was the founder of the Order of Franciscans, which now has grown into many different branches, like we could say. Uh, there are priests, there are sisters, there are nuns, because nuns and sisters are not the same. Check your theology definition on that. And there are also lay members of the Franciscans called secular Franciscans or third order. He is an interesting man in that he lived at a time where the church was in upheaval and needed a reversion, so to speak, like to turn back into itself, to turn back to itself, not to go into itself, but rather to turn back to itself and its and its calling, right, which was to share the good news. And St. Francis did that in a very radical, radical way, embracing poverty, chastity, and obedience, and asking the people who followed him to do the same. I had the great pleasure, along with my husband, we have been able to go to Assisi, Italy, which is where St. Francis was born and lived uh, twice. And someday when I hit the lottery, which will be hard because I never play the lottery, I would love to be able to live for part of the year there and the rest of the time in the States close to my grandchildren. That's probably the main reason why I wouldn't want to live there all the time. That and the fact that John doesn't speak any Italian. I want to share with you a prayer of St. Francis. No, no, not that prayer of St. Francis. A different prayer from St. Francis. His prayer before the crucifix, which is absolutely beautiful. And believe it or not, the first time that I saw it as a prayer was when I was in Assisi, which is odd because I grew up in a Franciscan parish and I went to a Franciscan high school. And so it's not as if I've never heard of the Franciscans, right? We were in Assisi, and we were in the church of St. Clare, or Santa Chiara, and the San Damiano crucifix is in that church, and under that crucifix was this prayer written not only in English, but in Italian, and Polish, and Spanish, and French, and probably a whole bunch of other languages that I didn't even recognize. And this is this prayer. And why I like this prayer so much is that it really does, in just one short sentence, talk about what we want to know and that we want to discern and be enlightened by God. I'll let the prayer speak for itself. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. 
Most high, glorious God, enlighten the darkness of my heart and give me true faith, certain hope, and perfect charity, sense, and knowledge, Lord, that I may carry out your holy and true command. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I will put that prayer in the show notes. What is our topic for today? Not St. Francis, though I love him. It's about grace. As I finished the podcast last week, we had a little family emergency. And I literally had finished recording the podcast and got a call that I needed to go and help a family member. And so I did. And it turned out to be not just one day, but a couple of days. And maybe the second day, I thought to myself, Lord, what is going on here? I just recorded this podcast to look for you in in every day. And right now, all I'm finding is confusion. I was a little bit despairing. I was definitely upset. I was, Lord, where are you? What what is going on? Where are you? This is these are my thoughts as I'm going driving to to go to the hospital to help the person I need to help. And I find a parking spot right away, which was in and of itself a gift. So I thought, all right, Lord, you're you're listening, which I know he's always listening, but it was great to see that. And then I go in and I text my husband and I said, can you see if someone can come bring communion? And he said, okay. And he said, well, the, the people come every other day and today is not the day. I was like, okay. All of a sudden, somebody knocks on the door, like not 20 minutes after I text him and said, hi, I'm so-and-so from such and such place. Would you like to receive communion? And I looked and it was someone I knew. And she looked at me, she said, oh my goodness, it's so good to see you. And we chatted a few minutes and then the patient and I were both able to receive communion. And I thought, all right, you, you clearly heard me, Lord, because you gave me a beautiful gift this morning of being able to receive you in the Eucharist and to pray with this, with this woman who came in to give us the Eucharist. That was God. But as in so much of the Catholic world, and really this is not a Catholic word per se, but it was a grace. It was a grace. And I thought, that's what those are. They are graces given to us by God. Those little glimpses of him that we see in our daily life, they're grace. So I want to talk, I'm going to spend probably the next couple of episodes talking about grace, and I'll break it up into short bites so that it remains relevant and understandable, and I think short bites are better. At least for me they are, because then I tend to drone on, which is what I'm doing now, so I'm going to stop right now. What is grace? What is grace? So I'm going to give you a little bit of a technical definition, and then we'll go from there. First of all, grace is an undeserved gift or help, freely given and lovingly provided by God. So it's something we get that we receive. We don't necessarily deserve it, but it is freely and lovingly provided by God. Before that idea of like a thing that we get, right? Like I found a parking spot and was able to receive the Eucharist. It's the basic gift that we have been saved in Christ through faith. 
And that is a grace that God wishes to give all of us. Grace is something that gives us new birth, and it is a gift of the Holy Spirit. Grace makes us a new creation and transforms human nature. Think about that. Just let's go back to my story about being able to receive the Eucharist in the hospital. I'm sure many of you have been in the hospital, either as a patient or with someone. It's draining. It's draining, especially when you're waiting. And oftentimes in the hospital, it's hurry, 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 wait. And you wait for long periods of time. And in that waiting, it can be easy to become impatient, to become annoyed, to become angry. But because I had the grace of the Eucharist, I gave myself up to that time. And I said, Lord, there is a purpose for you that I am, that you have for me to be here. I'm not 100% clear what it is, but you know what it is, and I'm going to go with that. That was something, I, I don't want to act as if I have never sat in a hospital or that I never have patience, because both of those are false. But it doesn't seem to matter how many times I do it. It's hard. Well, that gift of the Eucharist, that grace of Jesus in the sacrament, was able to help me to be patient, to be kind, to be loving, to be gentle, to, to do what I needed to do in a way that was helpful. It was transformative. Again, this doesn't mean I was a horrible person to begin with, and boom, it's like a magic thing. It's not magic. It's, it's grace is constantly building, right? And the more we look for it, the more we receive it, the more we accept it, then the more it grows in us. The other thing that grace does in a general sense is that grace helps us to anticipate a future in heaven. I want to go to heaven. I don't want to die tomorrow. But if I do, I want to go to heaven. I know that for a fact. And because of the grace of faith, I believe that at some point I will be in heaven. Will I go to purgatory? Yeah, fairly certain. I'm just not that holy. Um, I don't know that very many mere mortals like us escape purgatory in terms of not having to go to purgatory. I think eventually we all do get to go into heaven and be with God and the saints and Jesus and so forth. So that's what grace does. It is it is undeserved and it makes us a new creation and really it helps us to transform that human nature that is in us into something holier and more helpful. Now, what kind of grace are we talking about? And there's a couple of different types of grace. And I'm going to go over them just briefly. Sacramental grace. So those are the graces that we receive through the sacraments. So there are the sacraments that we receive only once, like baptism, confirmation, then there are the sacraments that we receive on a regular basis. Confession, the Eucharist, those sacraments help us to live out our daily life. And we receive enormous graces through those sacraments. The other thing to know about grace is that grace is efficacious. God offers it and we freely accept it. God offers it. We are free to say, mm, no thanks. Just a little tip. Don't say no to God's grace. We need it. We need it. 
Don't say no to God's grace. Then there is sanctifying or habitual grace. So that means that by virtue of our baptism, we have a part in God's divine life. We are made holy by the work of the Holy Spirit, and that is always with us. The Holy Spirit is within us. We have that share in God's divine life in us. So that is sanctifying or habitual grace. It doesn't go away. Then there's actual grace. Actual grace is a specific grace that is given for a particular need or reason. And I think back to last week, and I was given a lot of actual graces. I can't name them all to you now. Not because they weren't important, but I can't recall them all. I just know that there were many times during the week where I said, Lord, I don't know what to do. Please help me. Lord, I can't, I've been in this parking lot for 10 minutes. Where am I supposed to park my car? And no joke, no joke, I had this thought, oh, wait, I can go to the other side where the other buildings are, and I can park in that area. And sure enough, tons of parking spots. Right? I asked for help. I was given help. And then there are special graces, which are called charisms, which can also be thought about as gifts. And those are special things that are meant for you to help build up the church. And so one of the charisms that I have, in case you haven't noticed, is teaching. Another charism that I have is listening, right? And that ties in with my spiritual direction. My teaching ties in with this podcast and other things that I do. We all have charisms, all of us. And they are meant to help us not only in our own life, in our in our jobs, in our families, with our friends, but also to help build up the body of Christ, to build up the church. Why do we need grace? And that's a big question, right? Like, what's the point? Why, why do we need grace? Well, we need grace because it helps us to be holy. And it gives us a participation in the life of God. And that's how we work in this world. That's how we move in this world. Without grace, I would be a miserable person. Like, I don't mean miserable, like unhappy, but maybe I would be unhappy. But I would not be this person that you're listening to. It is literally because of the grace of God that I am who I am, that you are who you are, and that we are able to do the things that we are called to do. You know, there's that, that phrase that people throw around that I'm not particularly fond of, I can do hard things. You know why I, we can do hard things? Because we ask for God to help us. Because we are given grace to do the difficult things in our life that need to be done, whatever they may be. And they look different in everybody's life. Grace. We need God's grace. We need his grace because that is how we respond to God's call. We need grace so that we know what our sin is and how to avoid it. We need grace so that we can live out our daily life in the best possible way, the way that God has called us to live it out. The other thing I want to point out is that grace builds on our nature. I did not say that. Well, yes, I did just say that, but it was from Thomas Aquinas, St. Thomas Aquinas. Grace builds on nature. So grace is not going to poof, make me a basketball center, 
Just not going to happen. Grace can make me a better speaker. Grace can help me become a more prayerful person. Grace can help me to have more patience and understanding with people who are getting on my nerves. It doesn't change us into be someone we're not, but it helps us become better at who we are. I hope that makes sense. I'm going to wrap it up here about grace because I've gone a little bit longer than usual with all my chatting about St. Francis. Here's your not lukewarm challenge for this week. Pray the prayer of St. Francis's that he says is his prayer before the crucifix. Pray that prayer and see what it is that you receive by praying that prayer every night or every morning or morning and night. Have at it. Pray it three times a day for discernment, for enlightenment, for grace. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you always remember to live not lukewarm. And I hope we'll be back again next time to learn some more. God bless you. If you are interested in having me come to speak either in person or virtually to your group, I would love to hear from you and I will drop a link in the show notes where you can contact me. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.